chapter 15. Numbers chapter number 15. We are going to read from verse 37 to 41. Verse 37 to 41. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel. Tell them to make tassels in the corners of their garments throughout their generations and put a blue thread in the tassels of the corners. And you shall have the tassels that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them and that you may not follow the halotry to which your own hearts and your own eyes are inclined. Hallelujah. And that you may remember and do all my commandments and, uh, and be holy for your God. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. Here ends the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Now, the title of my message is, Do Not Forget to Remember God. Do Not Forget to Remember God. Hallelujah. Do Not Forget to Remember God. We just read a scripture where God himself commanded Moses and told Moses that, listen, tell the Israel that every garment they make for the rest of their lives and the rest of their children's children's life, all the entire generations, every garment that is made, make sure that you make knots. Tassels means knots in the, the hem of the garment. So that is why when you see uh, the shawl, how many have seen the shawl before? When you've seen the shawl, you see tassels, you see knots on the borders. The edges have knots. And there is a reason for it. Hallelujah. And God was saying to Moses that the reason why I want you to make tassels is that so that you may look upon it and remember God. Amen. You may look upon the tassels and remember your God. The reason is because as human beings, we have the inclination to forget God. We have the inclination to forget when things are going on in our lives, when the seasons of, of, of life changes, when the, 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 the uh, times changes. It's, it has a way of making us forget God. And another thing that God said was because our heart is inclined to harlotry. Our heart is inclined to doing the wrong things. I don't care how holy you think you are. I don't care how spiritual you think you are. Inside of your heart, it tends to halotry. And that is why you must make an effort not to forget to remember God. Is it, is it long? Can I, can I cut? Do you want to cut it short or leave it as, as that? I, it's intentional to say, do not forget to remember God. You can easily say that, do, remember God, isn't it? But I want, I made it, do not forget to remember God because we tend to forget to remember God. Amen. See, God wants us to remember how far he has brought us and how he has helped us. How many will agree that God has helped us so far? We have seen many people 
die. Even in this tough seasons of COVID-19. We have seen many people lose their lives. Many people have lost their jobs. Many people have lost loved ones. But God has kept you. So don't forget, even though things may be difficult, even though things may not be what it used to be, even though things, situations are, are, are a bit stressful to everybody, do not forget to remember God. Remembrance make you get ahead in life. If you remember, you get ahead. How many remembered what teacher, your teacher taught you. In the exam period, when you remember what the teacher taught you, you will do well. When you go for an interview and you are prepared and you, 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 you uh, prepare for an answer, a question and the question comes, because of the ability to remember, you might get a job because you will give the right answer. Remembrance makes you better. You do better when you, you remember. When you don't remember, you don't do better. Some of us have a problem of lack of uh, retention. We don't remember things. We don't keep the things that we learn. So we don't do well. Remembrance makes you succeed. If you can remember, you will be successful. Remembrance makes you do less or make less mistakes. If you can remember, you make less mistakes. Amen. If you can remember how good this woman has been to you, in times of trouble, you will not be quick to divorce her. Remembrance makes you do less mistakes. Remembrance makes you grateful. If you can be, be somebody who remembers or not forgetful, then you will make you be grateful. Remembrance also makes you loyal. Hallelujah. When you remember, you become loyal. You see, we tend to forget. We tend to be forgetful. That is why we need reminders. Moses was asked to make knots in their clothes as reminders. And today I came to tell you that you have to have reminders in your life. So you don't forget. So that you don't take things for granted. So that you don't become so uh, puffed up and think that you came here all by yourself. You have made it in life all by your cleverness and your hard work. Remember those who have helped you in the past. Remember those who have been there. Remember those who have helped. Most of all, remember God. Hallelujah. I say remember God. You see, no matter how many times God had delivered Israel throughout the journey from Egypt to the promised land, anytime they came to an obstacle, they forgot everything God had done for them. Anytime they came, when they were hungry, they forgot everything God had done. When Pharaoh was chasing them to the point, uh, uh, the Red Sea, the edge of the Red Sea, they said, why did you bring us to die? Are there no graves in Egypt? Why have you brought us to this seaside to kill us? They had forgotten what God had done. And, and, and when they crossed over the Red Sea and they were thirsty, they got to a place, they became thirsty. They said that, ah, alas, you brought us, you crossed the, the river, you killed Pharaoh and his, and his servants, all because you wanted to kill us in this uh, wilderness and in these mountains. People can easily forget. That is why we need to remember all the time. The reason why I want us to, I want to remind you of this message is because in these difficult and changing times and unchanging seasons, our tendencies as human beings is to forget God. Forget everything God has done. Forget how close we have worked with God. 
So it's a very simple message to remind you that it's time to not forget to remember God. Hallelujah. Israel always tend to halotry. They always tend into halotry. Moses was going to the the mountain to collect uh, the commandments and as soon as, before he could come, they had forced Aaron to make a golden calf and they were dancing naked around the calf. God has been with you all. The Bible says that he was a pillar of, of, of cloud in the day and a pillar of fire by night. Can you, I mean, how can you forget when the pillar of cloud is always before you and the pillar of fire is always before you and yet you forget that God is, it's because that is how our nature is wired. Hallelujah. Our nature is that we tend to forget. So Israel made a lot of mistakes. A journey that was supposed to take days and months ended up taking years because of the lack of remembrance of who God is and who God has been to them. Hallelujah. You see, don't think that Israel is an exception. You and I, our lives can spiral and we can mark time for many years doing the same thing if we forget just like Israel did. So that a journey of a few weeks, a few days, takes 40 years. Can you imagine? 40 years of a simple journey. Amen. Forgetfulness. I want us to look at how and when we forget. What are the tenets? What are the things that, events that makes us prone to forgetfulness? Number one, prosperity. Prosperity can easily make you forget. When you are prosperous, you can tend to forget God. You've just gotten married. Everything is going well. Your husband is the best. Your wife is the best. You've been on honeymoon. You've just gotten a promotion. Bought a new house. You bought a brand new car. You know, everything is working well. Brand new wife, brand new car. Everything is all right. You're, you're doing so good. Smell good. Live good. Eat well. Remember when you are a bachelor, you only eat bread and Coca-Cola with margarine in the, in the middle. That was your staple diet. Now they bring you breakfast in bed. Now they're looking after you. Now they ask you, honey, what would you eat? And you have, a, you have choices. They, they say, you can have this or this or that or that. And then you choose and it's given to you. Hallelujah. In all that, in all that, please do not forget to remember God. Remember that it is not because of you being the most handsome or the most beautiful woman. That's why you are married. There are more people who are more handsome or more beautiful than you who are still fasting and praying for husbands and wives and still not being being fortunate. Remember your bridal party, your mate of honor, your your mates of honor that were there. You are not the most prettiest amongst them. You are not the most beautiful. But somehow grace found you. Don't don't take things for granted. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10, the Bible says, and when you have eaten and you have filled, eating your fill. Praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given to you. 
but that is the time to be careful. Number 11, verse 11 says that beware that in your plenty do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commandments, his commands and regulations and laws. Hallelujah. Do not forget to remember God in your days of plenty, in your days of being full, in your days of eating, in your days of prosperity, do not forget. Sometimes, the next reason why we forget is sometimes our achievements, our, uh, you know, milestones that we take in life can make us proud. And pride has a way of making us forget our humble beginnings. Pride can easily make us forget the God that has brought us this far. Pride can easily make us forget how things used to be like. Hallelujah. Nebuchadnezzar had built so many wonderful things. He was the, the greatest king in the whole of Asia, from Asia to, to, uh, to the coast of Africa. Nebuchadnezzar was the ruler of everything. He had a lot of uh, inventions made. He was so, so uh, accomplished as a king. And Nebuchadnezzar became so proud. Hallelujah. He became so proud that he forgot that it was by the grace of God that he was what he was. Please don't forget that it's by the grace of God that you are what you, who you are. Don't forget where you are is only by the grace of God. You could be breathing and well today and by 6 p.m. be in the mortuary. You know, the, the, I, I listened to the news the other day when they were doing the counting in America. There was this lady who was one of the volunteers to go and count uh, the ballots. They say, the news said, said that she went in at 8 a.m. to start the counting and she counted the ballots by uh, 6 p.m. when her shift was over and she got home. As soon as she got home, she was rushed to the hospital. By 9 p.m. she was dead of COVID-19. This is a, a few days ago. So who is man that we are so boastful? We are just by a vapor. We appear for a minute and the next minute we are gone. So what is all the pride that we have? What is, why are we so puffed up? Why are we, we beat our chests in pride and we say things as if there is not a God? Hallelujah. In Daniel chapter 4 verse 30, the Bible says that just look at this great city of Babylon. This is Nebuchadnezzar talking. Just look at this great city, city that I have built. By my own mighty power, have built this beautiful city as my royal residence and as an expression of my royal splendor. And the Lord said to Nebuchadnezzar, oh, so your strength has brought you where you are, right? You are who you are by your own power. Okay, let me give you an assignment. Go and be a beast in the forest for three years. Then Nebuchadnezzar, who, who, when, how? He said, now, go. He became an animal. Forgot all the splendor he had and the city he had built. There was a vacuum of leadership for three years because the king was mad and he was in the bush. 
barking and howling like a, a wild dog. Hallelujah. Let us not forget to remember God. It's so crucial that we remember. Sometimes our popularity, our fame, can make us forget God. No, there are people, there are pastors, there are preachers who are preaching powerfully, doing so well for for God. And as you're doing well, they become famous and their fame can make them forget who God is. And they begin to think that it is their hand, their hard work, their, their, their intelligence that has brought them where they are. Please, we are nobodies. It is only by the grace of God that we are who we are. Look at, look at uh, Dave, uh, Paul. He says that amongst the, the, the apostles, I don't come behind anyone. I pray more than every one of them. I have done and accomplished so much more than any one of them. There is no one that can outboast me in terms of achievements. Yet, I'm the least amongst them. He kept that mind of humility. In Philippians, he says that let this mind be in you. Philippians chapter 2, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Even though he taught himself not to be a robbery, to be equal with God, but he took the form of a servant and he died the death of a sinner. And therefore God has so exalted him that at the mention of that name, every, every knee shall bow on earth, in heaven, and, and in hell, under the earth. Hallelujah. Be humble. Don't let fame get into you. Humility is one of the greatest things that you and I must have to remember always that God is the one who has given us everything that we have. Amen. Don't let your, your, yourself, let, let my, my personality, my, my will, you know, some of us, we have a will, uh, my will. It, I'm a very strong-willed person. If I say I will not sin, I will not sin. If I say I will not drink, I will not drink. If I say I will not do anything, nobody can force me to do anything. I have this strong personality. Listen, whatever, no matter how strong your personality is, no matter how strong you think you are, I am very, very strong. I am very, very, you know, I'm, I'm very, very, uh, what, what, what is the, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. I can do everything. Listen, don't let that thing get, get into your head. Remember not to forget God. In James chapter 5, verse 23, the Bible says that, but my people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned against me and have chosen to practice idolatry. Don't, don't idolize yourself. Don't become your greatest fan. You know some people idolize themselves. They are their greatest fan. Self-love. As for me, I'm the most handsome, I'm the most beautiful, I'm the most strongest. No, no. It is God. It is God. You can go to bed being the most beautiful and wake up the next morning in a fire accident and lose all your beauty overnight whilst asleep. I'm not trying to scare you. But idolatry 
is something that makes us forget God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 14, the Bible says, So my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. Don't idolize yourself. The next thing I want us to look at is, why do we need to remember God? Why do we really need to remember God? Number one, people forget his works and forget his provision, uh, providence, so they forget who God is in their lives. People forget. You know, in, in, in this part of the world where your, you can, you, you can, your effort, your, time, your energy at work is, is quantifiable by the amount of money you receive. So you receive uh, 20 pounds an hour. You receive 40 pounds an hour. You receive 50 pounds an hour. It, 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 it tends to make you think that if I work four hours and I'm being paid 20 pounds an hour, I get 80 pounds. If I work four, five hours and I'm getting 20, 20 pounds an hour, I have uh, 100 pounds, you know. So we think that the, more, uh, the harder I work, the more money I see. The harder I work. So it, it tends to make us take God away from the equation. We forget that it's God has given us the ability even to get up in the morning. Hallelujah. We, we, we tend to take God out of the equation because we feel that we can quantify our energy, quantify our time, quantify our efforts. Be careful not to forget the Lord your God. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, we are still reading uh, verse 12. It says that unless when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses. Listen, all of us will build beautiful houses. All of us will buy beautiful houses. If you have just bought a house or you are just buying a house, that's not your, the, the only house you have. You have better houses. You have greater houses. But when you have built all those beautiful houses, don't forget. Don't forget God. Build beautiful houses and dwell in them. When your heads have increased, your investments, your stocks, and your bonds have multiplied, and your silver and your gold has multiplied, and that all you have has multiplied. When your heart is lifted up, and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. The tendency is that we forget God. Amen. I say the tendency is we forget God. When we become prosperous, we forget I, I, I want to challenge us not to forget God. See, when we remember God, we build our faith in him. See, if you can remember 10 years ago where you were, how many can remember 10 years ago where you were? And remember where you are now. Can you see that God has been good? Or how many can see when you remember 10 years ago and today, you can lift up your hand and say, God has been good. Am I the only one who can do that? From 10 years to today, it's been better. I say it's been better. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where you were, and you were praying and fasting to be where you are now. And 10 years later, 15 years later, look at where God has brought you. Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. It is only by the grace of God. And you see, that should give you faith that the same God who has brought you from that far place to this place is the same God that will take you to a better place. So remembrance makes you have faith in God. 
so that it doesn't matter what passes. You know, the, the other day, I was evaluating 2020. And I was saying to myself that 2020 has been a very difficult year. I said to my wife, this year I'm not going to put Christmas trees up. Because in my house, nobody likes to do the Christmas decoration. I'm the only one who gets excited about Christmas. As soon as I bring the tree down and I put the lights on, then they, 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 my critics will come and say, you haven't done it well. So they'll come and take everything off and redo it. But I said to myself, this year has been a some way year, so I'm not going to put any Christmas decorations up. And as soon as I said that, my mind went to a year in my life. And that was a year of famine in my life. And then my, my mind was like, didn't God bring you through that year? And if God has brought you through that year, and you have come through this year, it's the same God that will take you to the next year. Hallelujah. So why do you, why do you, how are you so bitter? Why do you think that the year has been some way? Celebrate the year. Because the same year you have lived through it, others died and you didn't die. Others succumbed to the disease, but you didn't. And that is why you must celebrate God and have faith that the same God that has brought you through this uh, 11 months is the same God that will take you to the, the 12th month. Is the same God that will carry you into 2021. Hallelujah. John chapter 11 verse 40. And Jesus said, did I not tell you, if you believe, you will see the glory of God. Anybody who believes because of remembrance will see God's glory. Amen. Remembrance enables us to go through uncertain times. Like I was saying, because I remembered how God brought me through, it's the same God that is bringing me through this one as well. Amen. It's the one that will, that will take us through. Remembrance, remember God for protection. Remembrance of God makes us candidates of God's protection. Amen. But I want to move quickly, if you don't mind, I want to move quickly because of time to talk about something for the next five minutes, then we can go home. Remember God, especially in the time of crisis. Remember God in the time of crisis. Remember God in the time of crisis. Listen, crisis is part of life. It's part of our human existence. Don't think that COVID-19 will come and go. They will get a vaccine and it will be gone and that will be the end of the crisis of the world. I can guarantee you that after COVID-19, another crisis will rise somewhere in the near future. And it will keep rising. The Bible says in Job chapter 14, verse 1, man born of a woman, his days are but few, and that is full of trouble. So as for our lives, we will see troubles. I remember going through a period of famine in 1983. Some of you are not born then. In 1983, we went through some famine. Went through some changing seasons, some tough times. Hallelujah. We went through some pestilence. We went through some, we've gone through uh, Ebola. Isn't it? Recently, we went through Ebola. We went through HIV, Ebola, and then what, what came again? SARS. How many remember SARS? SARS came. Swine flu came. How many remember swine flu? 
all the, the chickens got finished. And then cattle, cattle, the cattle one, what's it called? Mad cow disease. That was a few years back. How many remember? Mad cow disease also came. Nobody was eating meat because all the meat were all, all mad. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so I can guarantee that after um, COVID-19, maybe COVID-20 will come. COVID-21, I don't know. But in all these things, in all the crisis we go through, let us remember God. Exodus chapter 14, verse 10 to 12. The Bible says, and when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes. Behold, the Egyptians marched after them. So they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And then they said to Moses, because there are no graves, there were no graves in Egypt, that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness. Why have you dealt with us, so with us, to bring us out of Egypt? Is, is this not the word that we told you? We told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would be better, it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than we to die in the wilderness. Hallelujah. This is how we talk when we go through difficult times. This is how our expressions is, it would have been better. Life would have been better if, if, if I had done this. If, no, no, it's not true. Let's read on verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still. See the salvation of the Lord, which he, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians you see today, you shall again no more. You shall see them again no more forever. Hallelujah. The first thing that crisis brought to the Israelites was what? Fear. Amen. The first thing that crisis brings is fear. You see, in this year, 2020, all of us have been afraid of COVID-19. And fear drives away faith. Fear drives away faith. Hallelujah. Because of fear, a lot of people have lost their faith in God. A lot of people have forgotten to read their Bibles anymore. A lot of people don't pray anymore. They rather wear masks and stay at home and shield than to pray. There are people when they say the church is reopened, everybody should go to church. They will not come to church. And they will say to you that, Brother Pastor, I am shielding. Brother Pastor, I am hiding. Because fear makes us do the opposite of what faith will make us do. They say social distancing, so I'm staying at home. And they will say, Brother Pastor, I will watch online. Guess what? When it's online, they don't watch. They would rather watch the news that is scaring them more because of fear. Oh, today was the highest number of deaths in the, in the United Kingdom, the highest number of deaths in, in, in America. Today marks the highest number of deaths worldwide. What is that going to do for your psyche? You're already afraid. And then the news is confirming the fear. 
or why you need to be more afraid, what do you think will happen to you? You'll be more afraid. But instead of coming to a place where you'll be encouraged, where you'll be, the word of God will be spoken to you, so build up on your faith. No, no, no. We'd rather stay at home and watch the news to make us more afraid. Fear tends to make us do very silly things. How many have been so afraid you did the wrong thing? If you have not been afraid before, you won't know what I'm talking about. But sometimes, I mean, can you imagine an animal is chasing you? A wild animal is chasing you. Sometimes you can wee-wee on yourself. I remember once I went to play golf. I was playing golf. And as I, 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 I went to this particular hole, and I played it. A man had about 16 dogs. They, they used, you know, they walk dogs on a, on a golf course. But for some reason, the dogs had run from their master. So the dogs, like a pack of them, about 40, 15 of them, were let loose. And there was no human being apart from me. And all I had was my nine iron. And these dogs were coming at me. You see, I don't care how, how much of a lover of dogs you are. When you have about 14 of them barking, excited, they coming towards you. And I had my line and I said, the first one will die. Then after that, the second one, they can, they can get my meat. <laughs> and I was screaming. So the lady, oh, they are friendly dogs. As a woman. <laughs> but you see, fear made me do the wrong thing. The lady had to shout at me, look away. As the dogs were coming, she, she shouted, look away, and pretend as if they are not there. How many will look away when there are about 14 dogs coming at you? They are like where the doors, the doors are. And you are here. And you have a nine iron in your hand. You, do you know what a nine iron is? Maybe next time I'll bring you a nine iron. It's a club. But she said, look away. And pretend they are not there. Do you know why? Because dogs smell fear. And when they smell fear and they see fear in your eyes, they think that you are a bad a body. And that is why it gives them the room to attack. So I turned away. They were coming this way. I turned away and I started walking as if they were not there. But I was trembling. I was shivering and trembling. Trembling and shivering. Then as soon as the dogs, the first dog got to me, it just smelt around me. This like did it like a U. But I was looking elsewhere. It did like a U and turned this way. And as soon as it turned this way and started running to the side, all the dogs followed to that side. You know, because my, my tendency was to run. The problem I had was that if I am to run, there are two places to run. If I run on the fairway, I am dead meat. Because I can't outrun them. 
if I run into the bush, they will still get me. And there were no trees for me to say that there's a tree here, I will jump on the tree. So I really, I didn't have an option. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You see, fear makes you naturally do the wrong things. That is why you must not allow fear to get the better of you. Hallelujah. How many, how many of you would have been afraid? And I was screaming at the woman that, how do you have so many dogs? And she has like a little, a little, uh, what do you call it, a little stick. Uh, Let me go before I forget my message. (laughs) But see, in times of crisis, we, 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 we tend to do the wrong things. Instead of running to God, we run away from God. Instead of running to the place of solution and running to the place of, of our, our protection, we run away. See, my tendency, my, my inclination was either I run down the fairway, which was the worst option because then it gives the, the dogs the reason to chase me. Or hold, the, hold my ground with my nine iron, hoping that the first dog would die and then I'll be a dog meat. For the after that, or look away, which was the solution? Go to the place of refuge. Thank God that somebody shouted, Look away! Hallelujah! Oh, I said, Hallelujah! They were walking in fear and not in faith. Israel had forgotten that God had killed all the firstborns of Pharaoh. God had turned the water into blood. God had brought lice into into, uh, um, Egypt. God had made Egypt go into darkness whilst there was light in Goshen. They had forgotten all the ten plagues that that Egypt had gone through for their sake. They had forgotten everything. Why? Because fear made them do the wrong things. Fear will make you do the wrong things, think the wrong way. In times of crisis, fear becomes the paramount thing. And fear will make you do the wrong things. Hallelujah. Fear will make you forget your God. I was not praying in tongues that day. I am a a, a pastor of the Tetragrammaton. But that day I was not speaking in tongues. When the dogs were coming. I was looking for a place to run. Hallelujah. Fear has a way of giving us a distorted view of the past and the present. Fear makes us forget what God has done for us. Fear prevents us from seeing that they they were in a place where God had prepared them to be. God had told them, go through this way. Go through this wilderness. You will meet the sea. After this, you cross the sea and go to the other place. But fear made them forget that they were in God's will. Sometimes fear makes us forget that we are doing the right thing. But these are the three instructions God gave to Moses. And these are the three instructions I want to give to you. The first one Moses said in verse uh, verse 12, was verse 13. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Number one, do not be afraid. I know there's COVID-19 out there. People are catching it left, right, and center. But I came to tell you, do not be afraid. I said, do not be afraid. In order for us to see God's working in our lives, 
we must not be afraid of life circumstances. Moses had to deal with the fear before he could take them further. He told them, do not be afraid. Moses didn't give any other instruction. The first instruction, don't be afraid. And my first instruction to you is that do not be afraid. Hallelujah. In 2 Timothy 1, 7, the Bible says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid because God hasn't given you the spirit of fear. Amen. And the second thing Moses told them was what? Stand still. Somebody say stand still. Stand still. Stand still and see the salvation of God. And Moses said to them, verse 13, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. Stand still. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says that, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, the Bible says, therefore take the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, having done all to stand. Hallelujah. After everything, stand. Amen. Stand for God. Stand for holiness. Stand for righteousness. Stand for what is right. Hallelujah. It's true that there is uh, death out, out there. There is COVID-19 out there. But stand for what is right. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your belief in God. Stand for God. Hallelujah. I say stand for God. Do what God has commanded you to do. Am I talking to somebody? In times of crisis, we do everything but stand. But today, my instruction is that do not be afraid. Number two, stand still and see the salvation of God. Number two is what? Stand still. And number three is see the salvation of God. Hallelujah. See the salvation of God. Look in, in the midst of the tempest, in the midst of the storm, and see the solution right there. See the solution in the middle of the crisis. Yes, COVID-19 has hit. You may have contracted COVID-19, but look at this this way. You are still alive. Some are dead. Over how many, 10 million, however many million people have died. But you are still alive. See the salvation of God even in the difficult times. Yes, people around you have contracted the disease, but you are still here. See the salvation of God. Don't look at the problem any other way. Look at it in the, with the eyes of God. Can I add a, a few more of my own to it? Number, number four, remember that God is still on his throne. Don't forget that God is still on his throne. In Psalm 115 verse 3, the Bible says, but, God, but our God is in heaven and he does whatever he pleases. Amen. God is still in charge. I said, God is still large and in charge. How many believe that? Yes, COVID-19 has not overthrown God. He is still on his throne. Number five, remember that there are things you can't control. In, we as human beings, we tend to want to control everything. And anything that takes the control away from us makes us jittery, make us fearful, make us feel insecure. But I want you to know that it's not everything you can control. 
Amen. I say it's not everything you can control. Am I talking to somebody? Hallelujah. The next one, number six. Remember that trials are for our benefits. Trials are for our benefits. Listen, if we hadn't gone through what we went through, maybe some of us would have died. Some of us, our prayer lives would have gone down. Because of COVID-19, you are praying more. You are reading the Bible more. You are listening and watching uh, Christian television more. Bible says in uh, James uh, chapter 1 verse 5, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse kinds of temptation, knowing that the trial of your faith worketh patience and let patience have its perfect work in you, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Hallelujah. So there's benefit in the trial that we go through. Number seven, we must go to God for his counsel through the trials. What is God's command in the things that you are going through? In the difficult seasons, what is God saying? Have you heard the voice of God through the difficulty? Can you hear God's voice? Jonah was in the belly of the whale, but he cried to God and he sought the voice of God and God came through for him. Have you heard the voice of God through the crisis? We must go to the counsel of God. Number, what number are we on? Is it number eight? Number eight. He is the God of all grace. He can make all grace abound for us. All grace. Difficult times his grace abounds. The Bible says that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. When we are weak, then he is strong. Hallelujah. When you and I are weak, that is when God is, strength, is strong. So uh, his strength is made perfect in our times of crisis. He comes through for us. The three Hebrew boys were in the, in the den of lions. And the Bible says there was, the, 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 the Lord had still the mouths of the lions. When they went into the, the, the fire, when, when they went into the fire, the fourth man was in the fire with them. Hallelujah. Number, what number am I on? Number nine, this too shall pass. Someone say this too shall pass. COVID-19 will pass. It's not going to endure forever. Be encouraged. Remember not to forget God, even in the, trial, in the trials, in the, in the crisis, because this one too shall pass. Hallelujah. Number, number 10, the greatest concern must be to honor God. Our greatest concern through the crisis is that we honor God. The Bible says that, Job says that, Though he slay 